welcome to the sock boo. <laughs> <laughs> A brewski. Well, is, is that such a thing, though? Tell us. I've, I've never heard of a suck booth, but I feel like it's a good uh, it's a good business venture. I don't I don't I think it's a real thing. It's just not called that because on our patron Patreon episode, we hit Ryan said he's going to do a kissing booth. Yep. The mic's turned off. I said, I'm going to start a suck booth, which I, I think is just a, a hole in a bathroom wall. Yeah, that, that, that's the uh, good old fashioned American glory hole. Mm-hmm. Got it. So, but in order to be a suck booth, I think you would need closed in walls in said area, right? It's a lot like the booth you're in now because you're in your soundproof voiceover booth. Yeah. yeah. R- r- really, like a, a, a soundproof voiceover booth becomes a suck booth as soon as someone gets sucked in there. Well, that, I mean, that, that, I, it's really the only thing missing. I mean, mine's a, mine's a suck booth because I suck at everything I do in here. So I that, that is true. You're, you're sucking the life out of this podcast. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. much. Yep. I mean, any booth is a suck booth if you try hard enough, you know? <laughs> yeah. If, if mm-hmm. you get to second. Mm-hmm. Well, we're here. We're here. We're queer. Yay. Get used to it. <laughs> Let's have a podcast. Yeah, I'm used <laughs> to it. Everybody's already used to it there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh you know what's funny uh just a po- uh, spoiler so pugs intros are coming back on this very episode and the reason why he uh he did not send intros for last week or maybe it was the week before he said well you guys asked the cafeteriaites to write us intros so i wanted to lay out i said well guess what nobody gave a fuck enough to write us intros no, only, only pug hmm. that's, yeah. that's why pug can go fuck himself well he cares gonna, too and, much yeah and that uh, caring too much is the sign of weakness. All right, if you're going to be an alpha male, <clears throat> you got to take it. Yeah, alpha male. To... I tell him to go fuck himself, but I don't care enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah if you can't too much, this is my bad Alex Jones. I have a bad uh, Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be an alpha male. Donna's drivings <laughs> and not a living. <laughs> Donna's drivings and gay frog. <laughs> That is driving at the cabal. <laughs> I did a, a whole episode on Alex Jones over on uh, the field trip with Brent Terhune. Oh, what kind of field it. trip is that? It's uh, it starts by Brent Terhune first off, but yeah. it was the origins to to current day of him getting sued, and it was with uh, Ryan's with Jeff Bailey from uh, the oh, Jukebox. Jeff. Jeff, a very funny yeah. uh, comic out of Peoria, Illinois. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, but it was informative of like from. I think it was on 9-11. Like, he was, he, he was like, the first one to be like, the folks, this is an inside job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, fa- it's fake. Uh, but he would, like, make videos back in the day when he was on radio. I think it was in Houston or in Texas somewhere. Make, like, video movies of stuff and sell them. And that's how he he's had a career. And he started selling all these supplements. And he makes so much money from all these supplement-type deals. Well, now, I look... Here's the thing. There's different pictures of health. I look at Alex Jones. He doesn't strike me as someone I would want to take nutritional advice from. Alex Jones kind of mm-hmm. has that physique of like the like a guy who's like that like ripped fat. He's like well, circus strong. Like he kind of has that like good old like that country strong where like he looks like a fat guy, but then you would like punch his stomach and you're like, oh, that guy's worked at the docks for years. Yeah. And he yeah. also drinks a lot of beer. Yeah. He's got the rounded shoulders. He kind of looks like um, 
a little league coach. Like one of the, 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 the team didn't have a coach. And so one of the kids dads volunteered to coach and like he pitches to the kids, but like he doesn't have full range of motion of his shoulder. So he just ha- kind of has to toss it. Like that's kind of what he looks like to me. Uh, I just put it in the hmm. chat. It's uh, one of my favorite things is uh, Alex Joe's before and after uh, 45 before and then 45 days after. And it just looks like <laughs> it's just him darker. He's just more tan. <laughs> it's different lighting is what it is. They got better yeah. lighting in 45 days. I mean, and he's not like <laughs> fat, but he's not skit. Like he's thick, I guess. Mm. Yeah. yeah like, like, like that's the type of picture that like is like the first one of several, like, like I, I'm, I want accountability. So here's me when I was 400 pounds. Hey, everybody, I feel good. I got down to 392 after two months. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah, that, that's, that's like a, you're going the right direction, but you don't necessarily visually see any difference yet. Uh, that yeah. fat fuck. <laughs> and he's not even that fat, but he's a piece of shit. He's so. definitely a fuck. Yeah, my, 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 I... The fact that that guy has the balls to keep doing his show after he got sued for like a billion dollars over all the Sandy Hook things, well, like he has that- to pay, he has to pay out a billion dollars to the victims of Sandy Hook that he harassed by basically saying it was a fake shooting. Yeah. So fuck him. I did uh, over the weekend. By that I mean on Thursday night, I went to see the Undertaker's One Dead Man show. Oh yeah. So how many people and what was it like? It was at the uh, the old National Center and here in Indianapolis. It was the, in the Egyptian room, Ryan. So it's like not the biggest room, but the like it's fairly big mm. size. You know, I opened up for Garfunkel and Oates in that room. Yeah, um, I, I, I saw I, I Louis C.K. before. He was pretty huge in that room. You know, yeah, I, I've done a couple like charity shows and type things in there over the years. So it's sizable. I I don't know how many people were there. I would, bought my ticket day of and was fairly close. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe there were two, three hundred people there. Did producer uh, wife go with you? No, she did. She did not want to go. And I, I texted a few people, and they couldn't. And uh, you know what? I went by myself, mm. which I think is nothing sadder than somebody going to the Undertaker show by himself. It's almost like you're asking for it. That's true. Yeah, uh, and it was, I, I'm I would, probably going to an AEW pay per view by myself on Saturday. So, I dude, the older you. I get, the more I love going to shit by myself. I don't mind going by myself, but like, I, I, I've been like, maybe, maybe like you, I've been, I've been struggling to find someone that I think is going to appreciate going. Well, you yeah, know, I'm just like, oh, yeah. you would have a good because, because well, uh, not, not, not to brag too much, but, uh, but my, my buddy Chris Jericho is hooking me up with the ticks. Okay. I'm going to go see some of my friends who work for AEW. You should see if Chris Jericho wants to go. Yeah. If you, hey, hey, Chris, you want to sit with me during the show? <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll... Here's the thing. I'm supposed to have a show Saturday night in Bellflower, which is a little bit south of LA. Yeah, the, the at the stand-up comedy club. Yeah, but it's a late show. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'll go with you. Where the hell is... Uh, where, where's Full Gear? Is it at the Forum? It's at the Forum, yep, in Inglewood. Uh... Let me see here. I don't know, man. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll go. With see, you. I would have asked you, Johnny, but I know that like, you kind of you kind of work in the biz. I don't know how often you just want to casually. Well, I, this kind here's of the thing: if you're going to be going and talking to people, it's pretty much the same thing I'd be doing. So, hey, what the hell? Yeah, that's kind of my plan. I got to feel my buddies are, are are supposed to be on the show, so 
Mm-hmm. Johnny, you wear one of those nice men's warehouse suits that you got. Look pretty professional. Yeah, just be ready to go. I love always the gotta, way. Always got to have your gear with you, man. Always got to have your gear. You never know. Suit up, kid. You I got love your the tux way I with look. You? I love the, yeah, guarantee it. I guarantee it. I, I guarantee it. it. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, but uh, it was the first event that I've ever been to where they lock up your phone. Okay. You put it in one of those little bags. And uh, uh, he did uh, 90 minutes. And uh, tw- the first 20, I expected him to say something like, Oh, so y'all just start working at your job too? Because it was 20 minutes of fucking around. And I was like, this is about to be not great. And the show was fine. Yeah. But I I wish he would have had more direction in his show. Like had a certain, like hit topics. I don't, I don't, I know it's a one man show. I don't need you to at the end be like, and I learned something. I That's not what I'm expecting. But I wish he had more, uh, direction and like pick three pick three topics and tell us about it because at first he he brought three people up and did trivia and it it went not great and he said it didn't uh and and he also (laughs) came out uh and did like a wrestling entrance he's in like a theater but he comes out and it's like a two-minute entrance and uh i got to hear both limp biscuit and kid rock I say, in the wow. same show. I say that's a short entrance for the Undertaker. In all fairness, yeah, <laughs> it's only two minutes. Granted, the ramp was about three feet because he yeah. walked from behind the curtain to in front of it. Uh, and now, he was, did ahead, he have? Johnny. He had no opener, and it was all just himself on stage. Just him, and he he paces the stage back and forth, or he did, hmm. which was not as uh not unsettling, but it didn't seem like I just wish you would plant your feet and stay in there. Like yeah, the only people that really pace are like Chris Rock, and it—that's it, a, like a timing thing. He can do that, you know. Yeah, that—that's the problem. That's where you—he needs someone to rein him in. That's—that's that's why Rikishi had me because he's like, dude, you can keep me on track and keep me organized throughout the show, mm-hmm. and they went great. Like, that's what someone needs. That's—I mean, Mick Foley worked his ass off to get his show down, which yeah. is why he could do it by himself. But yeah, you—people are paying. You got to be a little bit organized. Yeah, like a, it's it's one of those Ryan. It, it was the same venue that I invited you to go see micro wrestling. Okay. You remember that? Where yeah, we got, but I got I, free we're not tickets. That close. Yeah, uh, and I was thinking back to that show, and I I thought to myself, you don't know bad production, or you don't know good production until you see really bad production in a show. As far as hit the music, hit the cues and everything. Because that micro wrestling show was really fucking bad. And I think we ended up just leaving early. Right? Mm. Yeah. 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 That that type of stuff with, with any type of art form, it makes you appreciate when it's done well. Mm-hmm. Like if you're talking wrestling, like some people think that WWE's product, uh, presentation is a little sterile because mm-hmm. it's too good. But then you watch something that's a little, you know, obviously less budget than them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you're like, Oh yeah, that's a fucking fine-tuned machine with how they do that. Got yeah. it. Like that that looks great. It's it's the same thing with like like you know stand up. You can tell what a really great club is versus mm-hmm. a really shitty club pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, improv. You know what a great improv show is if you've seen a shitty improv show. Or mm-hmm. like the club where Brent and I met and like many of the clubs that will headline me kind of shitty. Yeah, but there's charm to shitty. But that one, Johnny, where we where we met was not the not the best. The sad part was I actually loved the layout of the room. I thought the stage was cool. I thought the backdrop was kind of awesome, and the way it was like, if I recall correctly, the way it was kind of tiered and seated, it actually made for a pretty good show. 
it just was not run well. And then they had a fire a number of months later. A fire. But what I what I was saying before you both interrupted me. Oh. Was that like Mick Foley is like a wrestler that does like no, I wouldn't call it stand up, but like storytelling and live performance, and he's really good at it. Yeah. You don't really have to know wrestling to understand the show. So my comparison to everything is him. And the the Undertaker thing wasn't terrible, but I wish you had more direction to it. And and that might come in in many more shows. I don't know. Well, 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 the the problem with this is that Mick Foley is the exception to the rule. Yeah. He he worked his ass off and he's great at it. And the problem is now a lot of these older wrestlers think they can just, oh, it's an easy way to make money because Mick's doing it. Mm -hmm. But they don't realize the actual effort that Mick put into it. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I'll just just go out there and we'll we'll, we'll call it in the ring, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and I'll just tell stories or whatever. And like, no, Mick actually does like a show. Yeah. He puts it together. And and I don't know if any of the other wrestlers have really been able to consistently do that. Like, like some of them do well on like you know like WrestleMania weekend, for instance. Yeah, because everyone's there to see. Like like Mick Foley is the only one of the former wrestlers that I would recommend someone who doesn't know who Mick Foley is would still have a good time. Yeah, yeah. no, so, Mick's, like, like, Mick's a presenter. Whereas like th- those Q and A's are easy because you, you got to have someone driving it. You got to have someone keeping the train on the tracks the best part of the show was the q a because he was it was directed questions tell me about uh when you busted your eye you broke your orbital bones or tell me about so and so like it was a point and like the undertaker has access to vince mcmahon and the character of the undertaker and paul bear and kane like i want to know more about that shit yeah yeah undertaker could literally just do a 90 minute q a and that show would be fucking awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really because because he's like one of the and because it's like people who are going to come see the Undertaker know who he is and want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to do casual. That was the thing that Johnny, when you and I were doing championship wrestling, and Rob Van Dam was involved, and, and Rob's a friend of mine. I love Rob, mm-hmm. but he was doing stand up, and it was horrible unless you knew who Rob was. Sure, if if you had an intimate knowledge of all of RVD's like career, you had a great time. Cause you mm-hmm. got it. My friends who I was bringing to those shows were like, I don't know what the fuck this is, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I, and I was very, mm-hmm. again, the show I thought was good overall, but it was very much like when you see a celebrity that has never really done stand up, and now they do stand up, but it's not stand up. It should be billed as an evening with, well, and they could have like a Wrangler and a moderator, you know? Definitely agree, and it looks like it. He's all done. He only did five dates. He did two in August. Then he did indie your show Thursday, Cleveland, Cleveland Friday, yeah, Pittsburgh Saturday, and then it looks like it's done. So I don't know. It makes you wonder if there's a. They there's filmed everything. More. It looked like so. I don't know what this is going to be. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm sure. Like I'm sure during some of the bigger pay per view, like I'm sure he'll do one during the Rumble. He'll do mm-hmm. one or two during Mania weekend. Like he's yeah. just cashing in. I mean, I think it was it's still thirty-seven weird to... dollars for the ticket, which is not that's not crazy, egregious. Yeah, I got money. You know, I, I have did a question. A, yeah, you, you, you make you week. make that thirty-seven dollar money. <laughs> question: How many of our listeners are are loyal cafeteriaats? Have we alienated with the first eighteen minutes of wrestling talk on this week's episode? You know what? No, no more than we normally do. 
Probably not. Yeah. A- if they're alienated by the wrestling talk, they would have been alienated by me calling them cum goblins. That's true. <laughs> well, speaking of which, uh, Mikey 3D did comment on the Patreon this past week saying, I'm a dirty little cum guzzler. So there's that. Yeah, well, there he goes. That's He knows. Mm-hmm. That we do, Those are available right now at the cafeteria shop. Uh, the shirt just says cum guzzler. If you're cum interested. guzzler. <laughs> yeah, but this, the U is actually like, um, it's a star. It's like an asterisk. Yeah. yeah, and it's I, a drippy font. Yeah, and, and if that goes well, my new shirt, uh, Dinah's Dragons <laughs> and Come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which also, nice. asterisk yeah. over the letter U. Yeah, very, very drippy. It's very much the Goosebumps font. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's it's menstrual. Um, <laughs> the Ginger Beard Man commented saying, Video games almost cost me a girlfriend once. Red Dead Redemption 1. I was obsessed with the cowboy game, and my girlfriend at the time bought it for me. She would try and call to talk like teenagers do, and I would quietly play while talking to her. She'd get mad because I wasn't paying attention, and I told her, I swear you have my undivided attention. And then the horse would get Winnie, and I was busted. (laughs) Happened more than a few times. I I don't – anyone know what the hell he's talking about? (laughs) I I very much do. So it's uh, Red Dead Redemption uh, by Rockstar. It's a very good game. People who make Grand Theft Auto. It's basically Ooh. a uh, a large uh, open world cowboy game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Big GTA news this past week. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, GTA. Uh, well, they're not calling it six officially, but the new GTA game will be uh, uh, the the trailer reveal will be next month. Yeah, but who knows? Johnny, are you are you going to be a, an angry firefighter in this one? Dude, I'm trying. I actually reached out to my agent, and she was like, well, here's the deal. Rockstar cast the game usually out of New York City. Uh, she's like, I, I don't have the contacts I wish I had there, but you never know. And I said, well, I know what happened a long time ago is I ended up recording in L.A. She's like, yeah, they do record in L.A. I truly don't know how the fuck I got it. Like, I was really new to my other agency at the time. I don't know if they just submitted, like, something of me or if maybe it was like they just called it in and said, hey, we want that. I have no clue how I got it, but I will definitely try. Unless, of course, the game's already done. Maybe it's fucking done and no one knows. I don't know. I, I, I would be shocked if it's done, just based on scope and scale. I would be, I, I would be surprised. Personally, it's probably it's probably not coming out until at the earliest next uh, next holiday. Hmm. But I'm guessing first half of 2025. Personally, well, hey, I'll play any pissed off character you want. Get me in that game. Let's go. But Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption is the cowboy game. I played the second one, and I'm not really a gamer, and I put hours into that game, like a lot. Wow. Yeah, it's, a, it's a very mm-hmm. very pretty uh, Western kind of open world, and it's got a great story. And it's uh, like open world. You could like ride a horse for hours in that game if you wanted to. Yeah, what very, else would very, you do? Very, very immersive. Uh, Rob a train. Yeah, you, nice. could rob, you could rob a train, run a train. Yep. Rob, rob a person who's running a train. Easy, girl. <laughs> rob uh, a person, <laughs> run a train, make her get Winnie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. While, while they're out there running trains, you just go through their uh, their pants, the mm-hmm. pile of pants, yeah. <laughs> and all there. the wallets, all, all the all wallets. wallets. You get out of there. Man. Uh, you wait till the guy finishes, and then you hit him on the head with the frying pan. Then you get it in his pockets. Yeah. Yeah, at least I'm, if I'm going to be a thief, I'm going to be honest about it. I'm going to let him get his first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of running trains, this is the Cafeteria Podcast. Pull up a seat. No lunch money required. And 
It's time to learn about fisks. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I thought you were literally about to be like, and as always. <laughs> yeah, let's wrap it up early. Let's, let's get this, this done. Has been, this, this has Boy, been, bullshit as shit. This has been 21 minutes longer than it needs to be. Um, yeah, like, you know, cafeteria, uh, wait, patreon.com slash cafeteria pod, all that happy horse shit. And this Buick Sonata driving loudmouth <laughs> just wants a damn salami sandwich. Yeah. And. Despite walking the baby, he is still loved and adorned by many. He is one of the most talented humans in America and also one of Hollywood's sweethearts. He is R.P. Nee. That is very true. All of that is correct. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want the big I want the big baloney. I want a salami. The baloney pony. I want a jar of mustard just to dip her on in. Yeah. I, yeah. I want uh, I want to be featured on Dinah's drive-ins and dives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want to... Uh, I, I want to talk about how how good I look when I get all dressed up. I just want to live my life, man. Wow. Yeah, we got to talk about that. You, got, yeah. you, you. Why didn't you post the fucking outfit on the Patreon for the people? Because I was too busy uh, hanging out with Oscar winners. Because I'm a big Hollywood celebrity. Oh God, you're insufferable. And this patriotic ginger's thirst for entertaining mm. the masses is only second his love for sugary soft drinks. Sure. His special what on flat earth. Is the tastiest thing since Mountain Dew. Cuckin' Blue was discontinued. <laughs> I forgot about that fucking throwback. Drink. That's Uh-oh. our thing. And we've been oh. doing this for too fucking long. Mountain Dew Cuckin' Blue. He's a Bigfoot hunting, loose feet having, Yukon <laughs> Cornelius looking son of a. He's B. Renter I do have loose feet. That's what they say about me down at yeah. the bathhouses is I got loose feet. Yeah, loose feet sink ships. That's what they said. <laughs> One night with old loose feet to hewn, you come out of that room with the drool dripping down your face like in the cartoon. With the toe jam rolling down your face. Old toe jam to hewn, TJT. Now, what's this award show you want to stop talking about, Ryan? Yeah, Just go, ahead, go ahead, Ryan, ahead and tell us. Fucking tell us about how famous you are. Uh, well, uh, on December 3rd, you'll get to see how famous I am. We're not going to watch one. Yeah, I bet uh, I won't. Yeah, even if it's at whatonflatearth.com, I won't watch it. <laughs> even there, the world's most famous website. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no, I, I, I've uh, performed and presented an award uh, at the Media Access Awards uh, mm-hmm. filmed this last week. Hey, now. It'll air December 3rd on PBS, uh, which is millions of people. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Now, what yeah, award I mean, did you, can you give any, like, what award did you present? Uh, honestly, uh, I will ask and see if I can. I don't know what I'm allowed to say specifically. Yeah. Uh, but tell us who won. Don't tell us what it is, but tell us who won. Yeah. (laughs) Me. Uh, Uh, Ryan, how much money did you make, uh, doing this award show? (laughs) Uh, uh, more, more than, uh, 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 more than you did probably doing your podcast today. I'll say that. Oh, I I sure fucking hope so, Ryan. You almost told us how much money you made. I I, I thought about it. I was like, should I? It's more about the future money I'll make because I got to connect with some casting directors. I know. Which was very cool. I, I, I had I feel I had a very good set. I did like three minutes of stand-up comedy. Uh, I, I felt it went pretty well. Um, and then uh, then I came back out to present an award later. I, I, got, I get to, got to get all dressed up. I went shopping. You did a vest. I saw you had I, a vest I, I did on. do a vest, yeah, because mm-hmm. I didn't have a uh, producer. Ann could not come with me because we didn't have child care. And it was too long of an event. Like it was one of those things I had to be there at like 2 p.m. And it like mm-hmm. went on at like seven because you have to do like rehearsals and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, but I, I that, that was a little difficult 
uh, just because I didn't have anyone there to help me get dressed, really. Luckily, mm -hmm. the uh, uh, shout out to Brennan, mm. who was the very nice, uh, uh, she was the makeup lady that they hired. This was not in her job description, but she was just a very nice person. Mm. She helped me with uh, buttons and such that I couldn't do. Nice. Uh, but but yeah, I, I, I looked good. I, I looked damn good. I felt Great. good. Now, uh, what, I got, what is this award show? Uh, so it's the Media Access Awards. It is uh, an award show. I think it's been around since like 2010. Uh, and this is the first time it's been on like network television. It's usually been like online only mostly. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's uh, for uh, honoring individuals uh, either with disabilities or have done things for just people with disabilities mm -hmm. in the in the arts and media. And this is going to be on CBS, CBS, Nation PBS, Public PBS. Broadcasting. ESPN, which, right? ESPN, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be okay. on uh it's gonna be on WWE Network. The Ocho. Yes. It's gonna be on uh, stars. No, PBS though, I mean anybody can essentially watch PBS. So yeah, I I, I paid like, for that motherfucker. I can watch it. <laughs> a, a, a lot of people like it's it's one of those things that like especially with what we do, it gets kind of overlooked, but a lot of people across the country have PBS still. Like it's, it's like a, very, a standard hey, you just have it. You know, yeah, you like have a channel. Just, like, a lot of people and a lot of middle America, like like I get so wrapped up in like, oh, I have all these streaming services and this and that. A lot of people just don't have that shit because yeah. they don't care. So like they still watch that stuff. So there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna uh see, potentially see me on there. I had a good set. Uh, I was happy about it. Uh, I got to uh, hang out with uh Oscar winning actors Troy Kotzer and Marley Matlin. Okay, I know Marley Matlin. She was on uh, what what a lawyer crime show for so many years. Yeah, I can't. L.A. Law, or I don't know. Now, what's the other? Uh, what's Troy? Who's that? Uh, I honestly, I didn't know. I wasn't too familiar. But he won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor last year. Holy! And, 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 shit. and they're and they're both deaf, and they're Got both it. Oscar winners. So, uh, I, I did get Marley Matlin to uh, tell me off camera, uh, "You are so fucking funny." Mm hmm. Uh, and you know she meant it because it's hard for her to talk because she's deaf, but she made the effort. Mm -hmm. Which is she knows. talks better than Brent and I do. So yeah. that is very true. She talks better than I do. Yeah. She doesn't yell the, better than me though. The West Wing. She was in Coda recently. Yep. Yeah. And doing three minutes of stand up. Was it one of those where, like, did they have a timer going like at the back of the uh, place, very, or you just timed it out and just did your shit? It was very loose. They, they didn't give me a whole lot of. Because they're going to edit the whole show and probably tighten it up, I think. But they didn't give me a whole lot of... I went in thinking it was going to be long, and they didn't say anything, and I just did my set. So it, it wasn't nearly as tight as... Like, when I did AGT, they had you fucking basically showing a stop uh, stopwatch right there. And they're like, now. Nah. Like, it was it was very specific. For this, they were kind of like... Because it, it was live to tape. You know, it's not going to air until the 3rd of December. Mm. So they can tweak what they needed to. But I, I did... Like three and a half jokes, basically. So it was uh, looser than AGT, but not as loose as Brent's feet. Mm -hmm. Exactly. T tighter than those those tootsies. <laughs> so, Brent, you excited to watch on PBS since you paid for the motherfucker? Hey, it's made possible by viewers like me. Yeah, I should I have a say. I was going to ask, Ryan, did you buy or rent that suit? Uh, I, I totally bought it. Uh, it, it is a write-off. So okay. it's like I got it for free. That's how write-offs work, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Probably. If you just lie on your taxes, you don't have to pay a lot. That's what I learned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Fumph. 
Uh, this, this I learned Brent's that from a television doing, show. Yeah, yeah, this is Brent's uh, last from, year of doing this podcast or being a free man. Also, I write this podcast off of my taxes, so you guys aren't allowed to claim it if I claim it, right? Oh, God. Sure. Yeah, Question, did you hear the soundbite I just played or not? Yes. Was it, was it loud in your ears? It wasn't in my ears. Was it in your it, ears? It was, it was, Do it, it again. Louder. Let's try it's it's weird it's play this is the first time i've done the soundboard with a new computer and it's not playing in my ears it's playing out of the and i don't know what the hell's going on so i was i was yeah. hoping to surprise you guys with it yeah yeah we can it. hear well it's hard to surprise because i don't know if you know this johnny but when you like set it up it does put us to the side and pulls it up on, on the screen. screen yeah i know i fucking see that ryan but i meant like into the royal surprise you know <laughs> I don't know what that means. In the parlance yeah. of our times, a surprise. Yeah. yeah. Well, the point is, uh, after December third, I'm going to be way too big to fucking hang out with you, SOBs. Yep. Just going to be me and Oscar winners. That's gonna, all I hang out with. Going to be Ryan, just with all, just buried in fucking free tote bags from. Yeah, CBS. it's going to be me, Oscar winners, and Guy Fieri. Hey. Nothing wrong with that. Going to diners, drivers, mm. and, and dives. Well, shit. I don't know how this shit. It, it was really fun though. It, it was a good show. Uh, and all jokes aside, it was uh, it's that's a very important space that gets overlooked in entertainment a lot. And I was very honored to be a part of it. It was nice to be asked. And uh, I'm glad that I had a good set. And hopefully it will uh, parlay into future opportunities for me. I think I got a, a great clip out of it. But mm. hopefully I can get more corporate work and possibly oh, acting work with. Yeah. It's, uh, it was very profitable. It was uh, it was worth uh, abandoning my family for a night. Yeah, absolutely. Now, did you have we heard the material before that you have used on this show? I don't think so. It's stuff that I'm using in my my hour on the road right now, but it's uh, it was nothing from like AGT or anything. Oh shit! That was was your material boy about your kid. I did I did jokes about my sweet boy. That'll be a unless he hates me. It'll be a neat thing to be like, hey, by the way, when you were six months old, look what dad did. Mm -hmm. Talked about you in front of millions of people. Did they want? I mean, you, you did about your kid, but did they want some jokes about having a disability or were they like, just do whatever you want? They did not specifically say. Yeah. So, so the, the jokes I did were sort of in the, they're about Owen, but like through from filter the context of, of, of yeah. me being a, a dad with a disability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it worked in that front, but, but they, they gave no. Like like uh, last year, cause, uh, they they let I got to watch the show from last year just to kind of get an idea of what the comics did. Yeah, and uh, DJ Demers, I don't know if you guys know him. Yeah, um, I do. I, I know his. Uh, I've seen a couple of his specials. Yeah, he's a very funny guy. He's deaf. Oh, uh, his his whole set last year had nothing to do with his disability whatsoever. He just did a comedy set. Yeah, and, and they they gave no real indication. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of figured, you know, I I made the executive decision like if this is a disability event. Yeah. This is probably the time to do some good disability jokes. Yeah. Especially if I want to try to parlay this into corporate stuff and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's probably for the best. Thing. But they didn't explicitly say you have to talk about this or yeah. Or whatever. I just now did what I thought was funny and, and quick enough to do three minutes. The DJ guy you just mentioned, DJ Dimmers, right? Yes. He's deaf. Does he does he speak? Yeah. During his set, okay. Yeah, I, so, honestly, God, I I had no idea he was deaf when I saw his stand up. No clue. So I like I I'm not an expert on on hearing impairments. Like he's legally deaf, but he has like I think he might have colloquial implant. He has something like he can yeah. hear enough, but like his speech is affected mm-hmm. by it just because yeah. he can't hear the throw away. But Brent, it's kind of like you're tone deaf with everything you say. It's very similar. That's right, you cunt. 
<laughs> See, he said that because he thought you were from Australia. Liberal cock! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wait. You freeloading cock! There we go. There we go. Yeah, we're, we we're going to have to. Uh, now we have the soundboard back. We got to. We got to be thinking we can get some new sounds on that soundboard. It yeah. I, the end of, of 2023. I think 2024. I think I know how to, I think I know how to upload it. I'm trying to think if we, have we had anything, uh, I mean, you know, we, we don't say anything worthwhile, but eventually. Like yeah. Can... Yeah, we don't. I mean, I think the, the newest one was probably, uh, the, the this guy. But yeah, I think that's the newest one. I, I don't think I've added. That's one. all you need, in my opinion. I mean, we could probably find a, a, a diners, drive-ins, and dives somewhere in there. Oh man, if someone okay, cafeteriaites, because I don't know, I don't want to take the time. If anyone has a solid drivers, drive-ins, what I don't even know. <laughs> you can just have Ryan know. say it right now, and yeah, then go uh, back at thirty-five minutes, like it says. I can't be loud right now. That's the problem. We have to go back in time to. Diners, drive-ins, yeah. and dives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In post, just make this louder. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Cafeteria, if there's any episode where you're. Ryan gets his favorite triple D uh, scream. Let me know which one. And I'll, yeah, I'll... I, I mean, there's so few that I've actually yelled it. Definitely not like the last six months worth of episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have I yelled diners, drive-ins, and dives at least Oof. once? Yeah, it's a tough one. A lot of peak audio there. Well, uh, last week I, on the Patreon, I, I told our dear patrons about a, a, a horrible corporate gig, Curse. I'd call it. Not yeah. great. But this week... Mm. I had a good one. Okay. Good one. It was uh, for a, a law firm. They had their annual meeting. I brought a friend of the show. I don't I don't know that you know him, Johnny, but Madelano Martin came with me. I, I know I know Madelano Martin. I Open know Bloomington, the... Indiana comic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely know the name. I feel like him and I have met before, but I don't know for okay. sure. Uh, yeah, so... It was uh, the, like an annual meeting. It was a Saturday at like 4 p.m. And uh, it, you know, it went well. Like Matt did 10 up front. I did like 25 to 30. Mm-hmm. And it was good. But it was like one of those where they rolled out the red carpet. We were staying at the, uh, they called the Fister Hotel. Oh, I bet yeah. you were. Yeah. Well, it wasn't called that before you got there. I'll tell yeah, you that much. They had to change the name. And they said it was haunted. And they, I said the ghost name was Mr. Fister. So <laughs> you'll know if there was one in your room. Mr. Fister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you check in. This, uh, you check in. I've never had this happen where they say, would you like your complimentary glass of champagne for check-in? I've never oh. been given that. That's no, like no. I've. Now I've gotten water bottles and I've gotten cookies. I have too. Yeah, you say yeah. the double tree, they give you that. This this was, looks like Kevin McAllister would have stolen his dad's credit card to stay at this place. Whoa, you were lost in what city was this? New York, Milwaukee. Okay. Lost in wow. Milwaukee. And the the whole the ceilings had uh murals on the top. Uh-huh. There were gift shops in this in this hotel. Yeah. Never would have stayed there myself. God no chance. damn. And how many people were at this uh, this law firm event? 30 tops. Shut Not, your mouth. Yeah. What? It was just in like their conference area. What the fuck? I know. How? 
Is it the same booker that booked you for the church gig? No, this one, this one was actually a guy who's a fan of my videos okay. and came to a couple different shows in Wisconsin and then hit me up and said, Hey, we had this annual meeting. We've never done stand up. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And how was well, it? Well, like, wait, Jonathan, was it that, that's how a ton of corporate work gets booked, by the way. I've, yeah. got, I've gotten so many of my gigs just from somebody came to a different corporate gig. And mm-hmm. like what I did, and like, oh, we run this event. Or, hey, you want to do our, our big holiday thing? They'll, they'll ask me that like after I'm getting done at like the chuckle fuckers yeah. in, in Des Moines, Iowa or whatever. They're like, you should come do this. And I'm like, hit me up. Yeah, dude. Wow. Hit me up. That's I'm how hoping, it was. Uh, I'm hoping I get some of that shit in 2024, boys. I'm putting it out there. I'm I'm trying to show my ass in the corporate world. Well, and you have a unique angle of uh, physical therapy and and, and a uh, unique ass. And yeah, it's filled with yeah. turmeric. It's a flat ass, but yes, it is there. Shoulder blades to ankles, baby. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, was the show actually fun for these 30 people? I think so. Everybody, you know. Nobody avoided me after the show. That's a Check, sign that it didn't cleared. go well. Yeah. Well, I haven't cast it yet. I should do that. Hey, Brent, you know what? I can respect that. I can respect. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> you know, that's how bad that other. If you want to listen to how bad the other gig is that I did last week, uh, it's on the Patreon, but I don't want to. I won't say it on this one because I'd like to still work for that booker. Yes, of for course. The, for the man. Wow. Well, congratulations on that. That's we good, did it. Uh, and then we went and did a show in Janesville uh, at the new Comedy Cabin, which uh, is a great club. Is that in also Wisconsin? Yep. Janesville, Wisconsin. Okay, then. Fucking A, man. Oh, I can't. Well, Brent, we Brent? lost you. We, we lost, lost you, Brent. We actually, you sound better when we can't hear you, but we. we... You're a lot prettier when you don't talk. No, no, Brent, we can't. Well, Ryan. Fucking Brent. Uh, yeah. Hold on, Brent. Are you, I fucking, see your face. Fucking Brent. Brent's making this corporate money, but he can't afford a microphone. I see how it is. I think he got so excited and creaming his jeans about this corporate gig that he unplugged his microphone. <laughs> He's going to need a law firm to... Maybe Brent, it looks like you're muted. Unmute that shit, you dumb fuck. He's... <laughs> Test one. Hey. Does it help hey. if I take my shirt off? Yeah, it doesn't hurt. You okay. want me to take my shirt off for you? Yeah. I, I did tell the corporate uh, uh, the gig that I was Burt Kreischer, so I had to... Yeah, <laughs> I had to take my shirt off for you this gig. Throw those pepperonis. Yeah. Did, did I tell you guys I watched the machine and there's some there's some good pop moments there. There's some solid laughs in that movie. You did mention it last week that yeah. you watched the machine and Ryan. I was going to ask because you said you watched three movies on a plane, three but you movies neglected to tell us that you. I'm tired of these motherfucking movies <laughs> on this. Uh, what movies did you watch on the plane? So uh, it, it was a very long flight. Uh, I was coming back from, I can't remember where I was working. It was my, uh, I was flying from Detroit. It was that mm-hmm. weekend. Detroit. Uh, uh, so I, I watched three movies. Uh, they, they were, none of them were super long. I, I, I deliberately on planes usually pick less than two hour movies mm-hmm. just to make sure I have time to get through it because I don't want to have to hunt the movie down to watch the last 10 minutes when I get home. Yeah, I got to fly Delta just to see the end of this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm, just, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to continue on to Oakland <laughs> just so I can. <laughs> if that's all right uh but uh i started out with the sandlot that's a good one i haven't seen that in a while it's it's probably been forever i remember seeing that in theaters it was one of the first movies i ever saw in theaters as a young lad yeah it's uh my my short review of the movie uh it is still very cute it has a lot of nostalgia but when you're an adult you realize how hard it is to find good child actors 
Mm. Uh, a lot of them are not great, but the whole concept of what the movie is and like the, the energy and just remembering it, it's still a good watch, but I wouldn't say it's a great movie. If that makes sense. Got it. Baseball. I always, I, I always refer to James Earl Jones as the guy from Sandlot. Yeah, that's his Not most Darth famous Vader role. Yeah, his or coming role. to America. That's all he ever did. Oh, uh, so that, I followed that up uh, uh, with another, uh, with an 80s classic, uh, the original Ghostbusters. Okay. Oh! Which, which I'll be honest, I was never the biggest Ghostbusters fan, mm. generally speaking. How dare that's you. a movie that as I'm like older, it actually holds up a little better. Oh, dude, it's so good. Like, I actually watched it on the cruise because they kept running it for like Halloween and whatnot. How good is Rick Moranis as Lewis Tully? He, yeah. I never get old. He's so perfect as that dude. Where like he's just, he, I think he's an accountant and he's just he's so fucking nerdy. He's amazing. Yeah, he, he's great. Like, like, like the movie's so well written too that I even buy Bill Murray as being like a, a stud womanizer. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like. like you know it has to be well written when you actually buy that because, like, I think Bill Murray is brilliant. He's not exactly someone I would consider a sex symbol, even in his youth. Mm-hmm. Hey, he was dating Khalees, from what I uh, read on the internet. Yeah. What are you talking Milkshake about? Milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah, that's what the internet told me. Wow. Internet, hey, internet undefeated is what I hear, mm-hmm. so it ain't never lied. Okay, then. Uh, and then, so that that movie I, I really enjoyed. It was uh, more than I remember having liked it before. And I got Sigourney I Weaver up. fever watching that movie. Yeah, I tell you what. Whew. Man, I, I about got in the news as being a, a guy who jerked off on a Delta flight. We had the uh, the, <laughs> the Southwest one earlier in the year. I about became uh, the, the the Delta Dapperino. And you know they would have said it was it was Sandlot or something. Yeah. <laughs> not, not uh, he kept go- jerking <laughs> off to, to the great Hambino. <laughs> Who's making all that racket out there? <laughs> to the dog. Yeah, I was, I was jerking off to Hercules. <laughs> Uh, and then the final movie I watched is uh, my all-time favorite movie. Okay. Uh, the Wedding Singer. Solid. Solid. Uh, I've never I, seen The Wedding Singer. Uh, it's it's very funny. It's got a lot of heart. It's it's the best of uh, of Adam Sandler where it's, like, funny, but it shows that, like, he can actually have some emotional depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's very good. Uh, there's a great John Lovitz cameo in that movie. John Lovitz is really good in that. Yep, that's true. It's real, real Would funny. you like to hear it all? Yeah, it's that's basically what he does. He's like, I'm okay. a demo. Uh he we we both Adam Sandler and I stopped in to see uh the Fonz, the bronze Fonz in Milwaukee. Oh yeah, we saw that. There's a statue, so I I think uh he only stopped in to see that statue because he was he knew I was gonna be there the next day. Mm-hmm. And not because he was in a movie with Henry Winkler. <laughs> no, but uh but yeah, 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 I've never I, seen the wedding singer. Yeah, it's, it was a good, uh, it was a good uh, triple feature for a, for a plane, especially for a long flight. Uh, and I, I, uh, I, I'm trying to watch more movies in general. It's hard for me to watch them at home because, like, I have my video games that I've invested more money into than movies, mm-hmm, so I feel sure. I should be playing those. Uh, but uh, airplanes are, are where I really crush them movies. I'm pretty much the same way at this point. Like, if I'm on a ship, I'll watch a little bit. But yeah, movie planes is pretty much the time we're all. I'll try to catch up on some shit. Um, you know, I already told you I watched the uh, the machine. I watched Old Dads. Old Dads is solid, not bad. That's uh, the 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 new Bill Burr movie yeah. on Netflix. And what's funny is I'm one of the matches this Thursday uh, for Revolver. 
Paul Walter Hauser, five-time Golden Globe nominee and Golden Globe winner, will be wrestling in a match, and he has a really short but funny spot in Old Dads. So uh, okay. I don't Is know how he that's fighting go. Uh, Ronda Rousey. No, he's fighting the Monster Hunter Matthew Palmer. Is it is it, who is that? Well, I know he's married to the wrestler Athena. Uh, I know that, but um, okay. he's got a very unique, entertaining character where he basically he's kind of like um, I don't even know how to say it. He's an old timey monster hunter. Like he's like he's, looking for a chupacabra. Well, you know he for uh, a vampire. Yeah, the, the occasional vampire, the, the, the necromancer, you name it. It reminds uh, me of one of my favorite all-time bad movies. I think I talked about it at one point early on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's know. our next watch along. It's like a C movie where Jesus comes back to help fight vampires. Is that a real movie? It's what it's a very low budget. It's along the lines of like you know Thanksgiving. Because wasn't there a- Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter yeah. or some shit? Well, well that, that's a book. I, I think it wasn't a movie zombie. Too. Yeah, it's a movie too, <laughs> but originally it was like a book series. There was a few. <laughs> oh, Pride, and, Pride and Prejudice versus Zombies. Yeah. Oh, God. Mr. Darcy, let me eat your brain. <laughs> yeah, let's, let, me, let me find the old info on uh, Jesus Christ vampire hunter. Well, I'd hey, also well, uh, recommend Velasa Pastor. Yes. yes. We do need to see that. We should we should try to do one of those for the holiday season. Yeah. Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, uh, hour and 25 minutes, uh, rated R, 2001. Wow. Okay. It's got a 4.9 on IMBD. Nice. <clears throat> out of Good. 10? Yeah, out, out of 10. Uh, it can be watched free on Tubi. Hey, what can't be on Tubi at this point? Besides I know, <laughs> except for your, guy, your special, my special, Kaboom. <laughs> Award-winning. Well, speaking of which, Ryan, put your special over and everything else. Unarmed and Dangerous. You can find it on every other website except for whatonflatearth.com. <laughs> it's on newsweek.com right now. <laughs> yeah, it's on newsmax.com. <laughs> uh, now, so uh, so that crippledthreat.com for my dates. I'm pretty much done touring for the year. I got a couple of, like, smaller spots uh, on the November 21st. I'll be at Clubhouse Grill in Placentia, California, uh, doing a show there. Uh, when I'm back home in Indiana for the holidays, I believe it's going to be December 22nd. I'm doing a couple shows with Kevin Eggleston. I'm doing what Blue Room, which I believe is a swingers club. Yeah, Whoa. I did that one. And uh, then I'm doing a Don't Tell while I'm there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, location TBA. Uh, and then getting into the new year, uh, January 18th to the 20th, I'm at Zany's in Rosemont, Illinois. Uh, I, I got a bunch of new dates that I'm finalizing. But I'm going to be in Peru, Indiana, Bowling Green, Indiana, uh, back down in Washington, Indiana. I uh, got a couple runs coming back in South Dakota. Uh, I've added uh, Laporte, Indiana, the one I was supposed to do with Bobcat Goldthwait. I don't think it's with Bobcat anymore, but that has been rescheduled for April. Bummer, man. Uh, Doing uh, Fort Wayne, uh, Indiana in March. I got Tulsa, Little Rock. Got all kinds of stuff coming. Cripplethreat.com for all your cripply needs. And Brinsky. I thought you were going to say, and, and as yeah, always. And, fuck, yeah, Brent's <laughs> going to do some corporate again. Probably. Uh, this Saturday, as you're hearing this, I'll be at the Story Inn in Nashville, Indiana. 
It's a nice little, uh, you got, they got cabins right on site. You can make a whole evening of it. Come stay. Who, who runs that? Is that, uh, Aaron that runs Aaron. that? Aaron, yeah. I had to Aaron Harden, name. I think. Aaron's yeah. a good guy. I like Aaron a lot. Um, I'm there, and then in December, uh, 22 and 3, I'm in uh, Akron, Ohio at the Funny Stop. One of my favorite clubs, because Polly Shore, not funny, I book him in two weeks, <laughs> as uh, the the former owner would say. And I'll be in Frankfort, Kentucky for New Year's uh, the 28th through the where, 31st. Where the hot dog was invented. That's right. I relish, I'll relish my time there. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, the 11th. Mm. Des Moines, Iowa, the 12th and 13th of January. Mm. Uh, Cincinnati, I'll be at uh, Helltown, January 20th. Harrisburg, Helltown's PA. Great. Shout out to Wayne. Um, all that shit is uh, on my website, brentcomedy.com. Uh, you can also check my shit out at whatonflatearth.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, 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 not you too. Yeah, it's all, we're just moving it all over to one website, Ryan. It's a link tree. It's not. It's just a my butt. It's a pyramid uh, scheme is what it is. Watch my special Saudi stepdad on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Johnny LaQuasto. We have eclipsed 50,000 views, which is lovely. Uh, also, I was on the Adam Carolla podcast this week, and it's up. I think it should be up by now by the time you're listening to this, which is pretty cool. I think it's on YouTube. I believe it's on all audio platforms. And uh, it was a good experience. And hopefully, uh, hopefully people enjoy it. Hopefully it went well. And, uh, and all that jazz. And let's close this suck booth out. And as mm-hmm. always. Oh, we got we to read the patrons real fast, oh, Johnny. son of a bitch. That's we what they're paying for. We got to read them. Shout out to Mikey3D, Risk Inverse, Sarah Kits and Asses, Amanda, <laughs> Misty Young, Matthew Malin, Kermit Paddock, Christina Downey, Stephen Trumbull, Nikki Spliff. Oh, oh. And drunk. Go ahead. I was going to say, you actually missed a couple. And Andrew's not a, a patron anymore. God damn you need, it. To, you need to look at the actual one. You want me to do this, Johnny? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there. We got to update your list because I think you go off like a, a document. It's a document I made a long time ago. Yeah. And I My, do know uh, we have the Joey Egan Memorial fuck off table. I know that. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew ditched us. He's a freeloading cuck now. Fuck him. Okay. Uh, you because like two of the new ones. You forget. You forgot old little Jesse. I did. Oh, son of a bitch. Sorry, and, and, and the ginger beard man. You read ginger beard yeah. man's comments, but you don't uh, give him the shout out he deserves. Sorry. Got him. Okay. So let's see. Old Paul, right? We got then Jeff from Philly. You're, yeah, you're familiar yeah. with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randa. 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 Mm-hmm. Casey Venema, Craig Monroe, Nicole, Josh, use TC, Libby Prafro, Todd Curtis, Jacob Schwartz, Amanda, Matthew Malin, Jason, the Mondo Magpie, Nicholson, Mike, Mad River, Madman Hawk. (laughs) Yeah. Broadwin, Devin, Chaya, the lady. Mm. Tom Springsteen, a.k.a. Da Boss, Bart, Chris, Affy, Jr., and Throbbing. We love you. Come to cafeteria.com slash cafeteria pod. Keep keep jugging. And as always, step right up to the suck booth, folks. $15. Get your thing wet. Welcome to the fuck shop. Oh, yeah. It's all suck a mole. You gotta, gotta whack that sucker.